Yeah, let's um, keep it going. Okay. But Can let's I start vape this. during yeah. this podcast? Yeah. I I'm going to shoot heroin if it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not going to. No. Okay. I, 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 <laughs> All right. I left it in the car. <laughs> that was responsible of you. <laughs> we don't do heroin. Want that to be known? Not anymore. <laughs> Not today. Well, we quit in the car. I'm loading me. 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 I don't give it a what it means, what it is, what it is, what it is, what it is, what it is. I'm loading me. 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 Oh no! I lost a wired headphone. If only I had a company like Raycon sponsoring today's episode. Raycon. I need headphones. All right, guys. Welcome to Unloading Meat. My guests today are just a barrel full of monkeys. <laughs> I just want to see if I can make them giggle before they even get on camera. It's fucking funny. My guests today are the one and only comedian slash clown, Lacey Rains, and artist. Slash comedian, slash entertainer, yeah. slash guy with the coolest hat collection in all of Tulsa, Peter Bedgood. Mm, What's up, Peter? Me. What's up, Lacey? Welcome to the Unloading Meat. Thanks for having us. No problem. Thanks I so love nice. the duo co- podcast, too, guys. Thank you for so much. Yeah, this is thank awesome. You. Yeah. Exciting. Um, we're totally just a little big, just a little, just a little. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I have to just get this right out of the way by the time we, you know, get this recorded. It'll come out in like a month or so, but I just want to say congrats. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Congrats. For those that don't know, they just got engaged. Oh. That's true. Oh, matching tats. Nice. It's the. We yeah. did not elope, to be clear. No. <laughs> we had some people concerned about that. We're not <laughs> married. Not until Halloween of 2024. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Any certain theme or anything? Are you going to do like full theme? Like You'll have to wait and see. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited. No yeah. teasers. No teasers. Like just seeing the duo of you two together, like, and like the talent that you both have uh, between the clowns and like the, the music and the art and everything. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Get some time to prepare this shit. It's going to be fun. Yeah. We yeah. hope so. We want to have the sickest open mic at our wedding. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, we want people from other states asking if they can get on the list. Nice. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, because when comedians get married, right. yeah, it needs to be at least be funny. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Because even if it's, like, not funny, it's somehow funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. and you know with the age difference, they're never going to let us, yeah. like, yeah. escape getting made fun of. Yeah. Your yeah. Your you're yeah. wedding slash age consent tour. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known as the honeymoon. <laughs> we were arrested on our honeymoon. Oh, no. I was. <laughs> I'm of age, to be clear. Well, Peter, when you get married, for starters, you don't have to keep her in the trunk. Okay. She can ride in the front seat with you. Yes. Not in the back seat, in the high, the, high, the, the booster seat either. All right. Yeah. I, Lacey's tall enough, okay. I'm, I'm very tall. Yeah. I'm Amish, so we have our <laughs> tradition. We have a horse and buggy. <laughs> I was, oh, so, uh, wait, I'm really high. I'm going to take you at face value. Are you really Amish? No, but okay. I grew up in... in you, have the, uh, you have the blue eyes. I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, Jebediah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I could have been. I used to live in a uh, part of Pennsylvania that was Amish. Really? Yeah, where they filmed Witness with Harrison Ford. Nice. Yeah, that was like right down the street from my house. Um, all Amish people. The closest thing I have to Amish, that I, I mean, I saw. I, I've actually talked to on the podcast before. I had a job in South Coffeeville, and I worked at this, this foundry. Mm-hmm. And there's this like home development across this, like where my office was. Just so you could see, like you know, houses being built and stuff like that out the window. And there was like two Amish guys that would be dropped off in the morning, and they would build this house. They were framing a house. Wow. And it was an older gentleman. You could see him in the full beard and everything like that, and they were doing it all by hand tools and everything. And one day, I looked out the window, and they got into a fight. What? And I shit you not, um, full-on, like, handmade, you know, the slacks with the suspenders and stuff like that. Yeah, no buttons, anything. And I see them, like, I can't hear anything, but I can just look out the window, and I just see them, like, you know, get into a shoving like this. I'm the younger guy and older guy. 
and all of a sudden they square off and they throw down their tools. And he, the older gentleman, gets legit like this, like does the whole full old school, and it's over in like two seconds. Who won? The older gentleman. Nice. The older man just like one two knocked him down, and then dusted off, reached down, picked him up. They shook hands, they talked it out, and then they went back to work and just oh kept working. And I like it was over in like two minutes. And I was that just is, like that is so Amish. It was just like, <laughs> what the fuck did I just see? And like nobody's gonna fucking believe me. Like oh, what no. like there's no way I mean they didn't have a fucking video. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, see the thing is those kids aren't allowed to fight, but as soon as their parents aren't looking, yeah, they'll beat the shit out of you for making fun of them. <laughs> They will. I've been Did beat up. Did you get by, beat up by an yeah, Amish kid? I was jumped by uh, <laughs> uh, six Amish kids. What the fuck? Yeah, like they circled me with their buggies, <laughs> and one of them was doing a wheelie. No. Why there was a wheelie in the buggy? And then a the tumbleweed went by. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "We're gonna churn your butter." Oh. And then he had to like, walk six miles to school. Yeah. <laughs> Uphill both ways. Uphill both ways nice. in the snow. To get my GED. <laughs> Back on that day, we just called it Ged. Uh, we Jed was in our class. <laughs> <laughs> Graduate from school? Yes. Okay. So you. What a question. That's cool. I was just wondering, like, where did you get all your smartness from? Um, probably my mother. Um, <laughs> no, uh, no, I graduated from Dewey, Oklahoma. Like, what? I don't know. Dewey, yeah. Oklahoma. How many kids were in your graduating class? Seventy-three. Ooh, small. Oh, small. Yeah. Okay. Um. I, we've talked about it before. I had the weirdest fucked up. Like I don't know if anybody could top my four years in college in high school. Like what the events that happened in, my, in Dewey, Oklahoma. We had um, two. My so my senior year, I'll just do the smallest because it's the smallest event. Um, first day of senior year, we had two freshmen get into a fight and one stabbed the other with a pencil through the, the cheek. Um, we had a Spanish teacher burn down his own Mexican restaurant to allegedly try to get the insurance money. Did and it the, work? No, he fled. Oh, back to El Salvador. Um. We had a band instructor uh, fondle a student in the instrument closet, and then they found out that he didn't do a background check, and he had done the same thing in Oklahoma City before he got hired. And the peace resistance – oh, no, I got one more after this. Um, <laughs> we had a basketball coach who was convicted and went to two years in prison for making a student do oral sodomy on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then my principal – means tonguing the ass. Yeah. Asshole? Yeah, this was back in, like, 2004-ish, before, like, you know, we had dial-up internet, so, like, we had a whole generation that were like, what does oral sodomy mean? And we are like, having to look this up. Yeah, we had to, like, fucking, like, pull the old encyclopedias down, you know, and fucking figure out what sodomy was, and it's like, see, oral, you know, you go through the whole thing, but yeah, we found out what that was, but yeah, he went to prison for it, and then, also, my principal... specific. Yeah, oral sodomy, and you can look it up, I'll leave the name, Coach Coach yeah, what? we even had uh, the players in the PTA and stuff like that protesting outside of the school, like, bring back our coach. Like, they didn't care what he did. They, they just liked went, it. Yeah, because he was a really good coach for basketball. Oh, I was going to say they liked the oral song. No. Peter. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's bad. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> the, other sto- <laughs> the other story is my principal, uh, one night we had a former student, like, get drunk. And he thought he was locked out of his house, but he was one street over. He was at the principal's house, and he thought he was locked out, so he decided to climb through the window. And he climbed through the window in his whitey tighties, and the principal shot him with a shotgun and killed him. Like, all this happened in my four-year span of of high school. Do we? Yeah, do we. I'd say, don't we? We even have uh, my high school U.S. history that. teacher who is actually famous from BuzzFeed because he went on a racist tirade about, like, Kamala Harris and, like, Hillary Clinton. And, like, it got to BuzzFeed levels of, like, <laughs> this guy's teaching fucking history in Dewey. Like, this is fucked up. Like, it's full. I'm on BuzzFeed, like, headlines. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, like, this was my school. So are you doing okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dewey! <laughs> Uh, wow. Yeah. We are sponsored in part by the Dewey Tourism Borough. <laughs> Please visit Dewey and you'll learn, yes, we do. <laughs> uh, just not consensually. Uh, <laughs> Dewey and how? <laughs> Associates. Um, I actually, so like I lived, I, li- <laughs> I lived in Copan, which Copan? is even, Copan is north of Dewey. It's on the Kansas border. Um, it's a small little town. 
it's like just has like a Dollar General and a gas station, like one of those small towns where only Dollar General finds them. You know what I mean? Like that's even part of my bits. I'm like, you know, how the town get Wi-Fi? Dollar General found a way. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like everywhere there's a small town, there's either Dollar General or Sonic or both. Yeah, and that's, that's what starts off a town. Yeah, yeah. A Dollar General and a Sonic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah. What does it take to start a town? Um, a Sonic. A Sonic. And a Dollar General. Yeah. With just a Sonic and a Dollar General, you too can start your own town. <laughs> we started this town with just a Sonic, a, a Dollar General, and a Dream. A Dream. A Dream. And, well, I mean, Oklahoma's a Dream Catchers, too. Yeah. Yeah. It uh. started with that, but now it's it's blossomed into what we call Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> So um, much more. Um, the worst part about that, after all, like the you know the sexual assault stuff, was uh, worse. That, well, it's just like maybe I should show you the mascot for Dewey because um, oh no, what is it? It doesn't put it in a good light. I'm I'm shocked they haven't changed it yet. They're the Dewey Bulldoggers, so oh. they like to tackle people down and and hold them down and oh and and uh, that 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 so um, what's the wrestling team like? They don't have one. They, oh it's li- it's literally just basketball, football. There's nothing. Well, yeah, I was going to say softball. Um, the wrestling team is the basketball team. <laughs> yeah, is the football team and the band apparently. The, band, the yeah. principal. Yeah, is on the wrestling team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, Dewey, you should change your mascot after all those allegations. They don't really want to talk about it, but yeah. Um, yeah, that seems bad. I would say the red's appropriate for the state, though. Um, <laughs> What happened to Huey and Louie? I don't know. I don't. They drown in the gold coins. <laughs> you know how bad it would hurt to dive headfirst into I, a pool of gold coins? I know. I it know. It shatter your spine. But, you know, something about duck physiology makes it work. <laughs> you just yeah. glide right in. Just glide Not right even in. even any splash. Yeah, it's kind of like how the water just reflects right off yeah. the, you know, yeah. same thing with gold coins. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think they they cracked it on Mythbusters. I don't know. Scrooge McDuck. Is that is that what you would do if you didn't do this? Would you be on MythBusters? I mean, I bust a lot of things. <laughs> I just hinted at it. See, see, see. Before we even talked on camera, Peter was like, "Hey, I don't want to hear any fat jokes or anything." I just hint at it, and Lacey's like, <laughs> <laughs> I "Thought you meant like nuts." Available on Grinder. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Happy Pride Month, Happy everybody. Pride month. Happy Pride Month. Uh, I love it. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. I haven't seen this many action figures in one place since I went to that nudist colony in Sand Springs. <laughs> There's a nudist know. colony in Sand Springs? Where is it? Is there? I think there is. Nice. There is? I think it's right beside the... Uh, Weren't you telling me about it? I don't know. I don't know about our nudist colony. It's the same place as there's the... uh... (laughs) Okay, you get the whisper. Let's just not say it on (laughs) our podcast. (laughs) No, lean in. I'll say it to the mic. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) If you need to say it, it's like... And we're back. No, uh, I don't know about any new. I don't know anything either. We're ta- we're chatting with Peter Bedgood and Lacey Rains. Um, we did not chat without anything whispering about a nudist colony or anything. Um, yeah. If I gave away the address, I would be banned from going there. Oh. It's called like Whispering Pines or something like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You, if you want to, you can say it, and I even have like a, she can't hear it, but I can do. <laughs> Did you hear that? It was a no. so I can go, you son of a. It bleeps out. I also have. Hello, motherfucker. <laughs> she can't hear it at all. That's what makes it funny. The best one is. I'm about to go down to Taco Bell and give me a blast. It was. Uh, it's Hank Hill. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Cartoon. Yeah. I can't wait to really bring that back. I love that show. It's a good show. 
I actually identify with Bobby a lot. Like, did you ever see the episode where like he was uh, on the academic team? Yeah. That was me growing up. Oh. So like I got like I was a smart kid in like GT and all that stuff growing up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like in high school they didn't want to put me in it because my grades weren't the greatest. But then like academic team they needed somebody that knew pop culture, and I was sitting in and they were like, "What is the name of the Japanese mafia?" And I was like, "Yakuza," and they're like, "How the fuck do you know that?" And I was like, "Grand Theft Auto 3. Like I just knew it. Like and so I got on the team and like. They didn't know – nobody had read Harry Potter because, like, their moms wouldn't allow them. Aww. So I read the first four books in, like, a week. And then I only knew all the Harry Potter questions for the team. And then I knew all those questions because that's what was in the, the question books. Amazing. So, like, yeah, I, I was the pop culture guy. <laughs> Hell, yeah. So that's a lot more – and that and growing up fat is where my humor comes from. Yeah. It's just, like, my outward shield. Just, like, you know, thinking of the jokes first. Like, even mm-hmm. the first season here, I had a, a segment called The Preheat. And I'm still like I I put it on the back burner, so to speak. Um, uh, now I bleep that out. Wrong. Um, <laughs> um, but no, it was an idea of like uh, I know putting myself out there on the internet, I'm gonna get people in the comments like trolls and shit like that. Yeah. So my thought with the preheat is, I want to get to the jokes before they happen. So I will read their horrible whatever trollish comments they want. But they have to send them to my email and include a picture of themselves so that live on air when I read them, I can retort. Oh, that's amazing. So I want fan mail with their fucking trollish comments with a photo and then I will fucking roast them live on the air on on the next episode. So I'm waiting for this to get a a little bit more viewership to where I can get the fan mail going before I get that supported. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I wanted to do because that just kind of came from my own humor of like, you know, growing up, I thought of all the fat jokes first. Yeah. Before somebody could do it and nobody could make fun of me. And it was just my, you know, yeah. my shield. Nicholas Cage said the same thing after he got like horrifically memed. Oh, really? And it like really ruined like his professional career for a while. And in an interview one day, he said, you know, I'm now of the mindset if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. And he started like getting in on the jokes. Yeah. Even though he didn't really understand like the internet culture. Um, That's where the Ralphie thing came from. Yeah. Um, So my real name is. Hello, motherfucker. Nice. Um, Growing up, I looked like the kid from A Christmas Story, Ralphie. So much yes. so that my nickname was Ralphie growing up. I never even saw the movie until I was like 15. Mm-hmm. But like everybody, so I had blonde hair and his part and I had glasses. Mm-hmm. And I just looked like Ralphie. I had the blue eyes and stuff too. Um, and I hated that name growing up. I hated the nickname and people always called me it. They're like, oh, you're going to shoot your eye out and stuff like that. No, no, growing up. And then about high school, I just embraced it. And I just go by Ralphie. Yeah. So there's like half of my friends that know me as Jared, half of them know me as Ralphie. And then even my first Twitter handle was Jared or Ralphie. Like, you know, I had these two like names. And so when I started trying to do like comedy and doing this, like I go full bore. I go to like big vision. I go full, like, you know, trying to figure this stuff out. Like eventually I want to get like, on a show or something like that, you know, get yeah. like, you know, representative stuff. I want to realize my name. And I was like, what am my name going to be? Well, I wanted to cut off my last name because I also have a little bit of a speech impediment. I don't know if you've noticed before, but like I'm self-conscious about it a little bit. I have a fat tongue or lazy tongue and I stutter over my the day. Oh no. A lot. So yeah. for professional and personal reasons too, it keeps my kids safe and stuff like that. I don't use my last name. Um, and then I didn't want to go by Ralphie in comedy because there's already Ralphie May and I'm that guy and I don't want to ever be like associated like, hey, I'm trying to get off Ralphie May. I'm another fat guy named Ralphie. Yeah. Um, so then I also didn't want to go by Jared Allen because that's a famous football player and also it's already taken on SAG and stuff. So I was like, well, Jared Ralphie Allen is a nice mixture of my, my names and it's not taken anywhere. So that just became my professional name. Amazing. So, yeah, that's just kind of how everything happened. Nice. I'm very high. This episode of Unloading Meat is not brought to you by someone like Ridge Wallet. Ridge Wallet. Man, I really wish I had a new wallet, Stefano. Mine's falling apart over here. It's like held together by dreams and duct tape. And it's it's pretty empty as it is. Um, Man, if I had a company like Ridge sponsoring this show, guys, you wouldn't have to hear these horrible, horrible fake ads. So if you want to make that happen, reach out to your comp- favorite company like Ridge and uh, tell them to sponsor the show, Unloading Meat. Anyway, back to the show. I was just thinking, uh, it's Jar. Yeah. Your, your real name is Jar. Yeah. Jar. And then I was thinking, Jared Ralphie is a good name, too. Yeah. Uh, Ralph- I just like, I was just trying to, trying to figure out something that wasn't taken that was like. Do you have three names? Yeah. What is it? Jared Ralphie Allen. Jared Ralphie Allen. Raff- Ralphie. It also kind of sounds like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ralphie Allen? Mm hmm. Raphael? 
stoners that watch this thing are just going to be wondering how many of the action figures they can name. Yeah. Uh, I see that one, yeah. They're just off camera enough to not get licensing issues. Oh, that scooter is cute. What is that from? Oh, that's Squirrel Girl. Cute. What is oh, Squirrel Girl? Squirrel Girl? Um, I'll show you. She she fell down a little bit. Uh, Look at that. She is amazing. She's one of my favorite characters. Oh, cute, cute, cute. Well, everything is going to topple down okay. domino effect. Check out her with her little squirrels. Oh, I love her. I love her. Where's she from? She's Marvel. She's one of the few characters that's actually beat Thanos. <laughs> She's got she has the power to talk to squirrels, and she has a hyperactive tail, and she's very acrobatic and stuff. And, yeah, she has her squirrel scooter with her little baby squirrels, and all of her squirrels have different names and personalities and, like, are, like, her family. Why is this not represented in the movies? They are work. I've they haven't put her out yet. Yeah, she does. She doesn't stick very well. It's I, all right. You can, I you can, you can literally squirrels. you can just throw it over here. It's no big deal. All this stuff like falls this. down recently. Yeah, and then I have like a Deadpool one. I have Deadpool with dog pool and squirrel pool down over here on a scooter. Wait, did you say dog pool? Yeah. What's there. dog pool? So he rides Deadpool on a scooter, and there's squirrel pool and dog pool. Isn't that awesome? She's going to scream until she dies. I will scream until I die. Show it on camera. Like, so <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Look how nice that looks. It looks beautiful. Yeah. They don't. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I, I love my figures and stuff like that. That's why, like, some people are like, oh, get statues. I don't know. I like kind of like posing them a certain way and stuff. And, like, my whole inspiration was, like, those old school Marvel posters you would get at Walmart yeah. that just had the whole universe and everybody staying in like, a yearbook photo. Yeah. yeah. I kind of wanted to do that and just have it all over the walls. It's beautiful. Um, eventually, I'm going to get, like, fishing line, and I'm going to have, like, the flying people, like, flying around. Oh, nice. Hell hanging yeah. Hanging uh, I've got some flying dolls in my bedroom. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I have a lot of stuff. It's just a lot of work. Uh <laughs> You know, what's his name? Adam, the sweet titties guy. Sweet titties, uh, yes. Adam Smith? Yeah, Adam Smith. <laughs> sweet titties. I sweet had, titties. I had him here and like... Uh, you had sweet titties here? Yeah, I had sweet titties here. Yeah, he signed oh. the poster. Yeah, and uh, I had a hidden thing for him. So that Star-Lord uh, helmet up there, I was trying to figure out a way to mount it. I was like, how the fuck am I going to mount that? Because it's, it's, it's hollow. There's no way to fucking like set it on a, a helmet stand because it's, it's see-through. So my dad had an old Trump mask for Halloween. And so that's a Trump mask hidden in there for Star-Lord's hair. And so I busted it out as a secret prop for Adam because he's all very conservative comedians. I was like, hey, I brought your friend here. And he had it on the couch and he ended up making out with him on the couch. And I got photos of him making out with Trump. I'm like, this is kind of oddly creepy. We should be getting this on OnlyFans somehow. Yeah. (laughs) People would pay for this kind of content. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. Make it all trippy. Yeah. I've been searching for a politically thrilling porno for as long as I can remember. <laughs> so, I mean, politically hasn't Trump porn. fucked the nation enough? Yeah, okay, uh, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they got these new AK 69s. <laughs> <laughs> no one needs to fuck that many people at one time. I like the AK 77 more. You get eight more. Yeah. Uh, did you hear that the the former uh, sexual position known as 69 is now going to be known as 96 because of the price of eating out has gone up? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking inflation. <sighs> I just want to be part of your therapy, man. <laughs> How did you lose that weight? Um, not a lot of things changed. Um, I mean, I got on an antidepressant, I got on an anti-anxiety pill. That helped a lot. Um, and sometimes then, those put weight on. Yeah, I gave up soda. I gave oh, up, I, that. That'll do it. I gave up. Now I drink zero sugar monsters every once in a while, yeah. like just for energy. I have never taken off. Co- I've never drank coffee. I don't. I can't drink it. I just don't I like love the taste. Coffee. Me too. I just can't dress. Think the drink. But the t- or, soda will fuck you up. Yeah, that's the stuff. And I just gave that up. And then honestly, it was just kind of better choices. Like it's three a.m. I don't need to order Taco Bell, DoorDash. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need a quick trip and go get two donuts. You know what I mean? I just. I can just go to bed Wow! and just making better choices like that. And like my biggest thing that's been a problem lately is, you know, I don't have a full-time job right now. What I do is I DoorDash for a living. Like what I, so I live here. Mm-hmm. I go to open mics three to four times a week if I can Yeah. going to Tulsa, you know, that, that trip. I'm very grateful for everybody that comes here and takes this trip here. Um, there was a time where people canceled on me as soon as they found us in Bartlesville. They're like, I'm not taking that trip. So for a Who while. would do that? What kind of, 
What kind of person would say, I'm not going to drive that far out to do a do podcast? You, I trust you guys. I'll bleep it. Has always been a big old um, jerk face. The day of, he, like, even though I sent him stuff in advance through Stefano and me, even through Messenger, the day of, he looked at it an hour before and goes, oh, I'm not driving to Barzell. Sorry, I can't do that. And I was like, "Oh, cool! That was that was season one. Yeah. Um, that is that is that is unacceptable." Yeah. And I had another one. So what I did for the first season, when I was always saying it's a Tulsa podcast, I was kind of like shy about it. Yeah. No ego, but once Josh Wolf was on that fucking couch, and I got to produce an episode of his podcast for him, and like he gave me props on my stuff, he gave me props on the set. I got to work with him and his son for two hours, sit on the couch and just chat with him about comedy, what got his son into it, and like that whole session was so eye opening and just like life changing for me. Good that if they were coming out of their way to come here without an ego i'm like i do this three to four times a week yeah if you want to be on the podcast they can come up here once and kind of see an idea of what i do for my show it's worth it yeah i'm just saying like i put in effort but i never brag about it if you want to be on the show show some effort that's all i ask you know what i mean like that's where i'm kind of at now it's like well, I was just joking because on the way up here, I told Lacey, if I'd known it was this far, I probably wouldn't have come. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I want, like, I, I don't have an ego about it, but I know what I have. Yeah. This is great. Well, it's thanks. really cool. This is a, yeah. I, I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea I was coming to an oasis out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Sorry yeah. I bailed on you on the first no. season on accident. Um, My bad. You had stuff going on, and, you know, I'm not going to get into anything, but, like, yeah. real life gets in the way sometimes, and, like, yeah. I'm always. I'm more how do I say this I'm very accepting with that stuff I'm more okay with that than somebody just saying hey I'm not coming out to Bartlesville yeah, yeah. that's a completely different thing yeah um, the day of yeah 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 the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well I, I you know I think that uh, if people saw what some of the, it fell down but yeah if but people saw what the set looked like I think they would make the trip because it, it looks like a little TV studio. Well, that's, that's kind of the design. I mean, that's what it is. Um, the lighting I have, I'm going to have that. It's going. fantastic here. Thank you. Yeah, um, it's really cool. People I'm, at home watching this, if you get the opportunity to be on this show, take it. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. Uh, I'm, my name is Peter Bedgood <laughs> and I endorse this message. <laughs> Thank you very much, Peter Bedgood. There is a method to your madness. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. everything has a little hidden theme to it, and it allows my creativity to go through. And I bet when you dream, it's like, <sighs> and then, then I'll do this, and I'm going to take that. Down. <sighs> it's hard for my brain to yeah. shut down. Yeah. Um, I My anxiety goes out of control. Like, um, Do you sleep well? No. Not really at all. Weed helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I take melatonin, and that'll knock me out. All right, right. Because otherwise, you'd just be thinking all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes nonstop. I used to call it like my devil's advocate, where I'm, I'm always like doing the chess moves in my head of like, yeah, if I say yeah. this, they're going to say this, and that's my wow. anxiety going out of control. Um, during COVID, it got so bad. I used to be really into karaoke. Me and my second wife were. That's how we met. We did karaoke on her birthday, and like we love karaoke. I love to sing. Um, I have a very naturally like high pitched voice. Like I sing like. Uh, Frankie Valley. I sing like a lot of high pitched songs like Deborah by Beck, you know, the darkness. I love singing that kind of stuff. Is that your jam? If you were doing a uh, karaoke, would you do Deborah by Beck? Yeah, probably. If I had a couple of drinks, yeah. Cool. Met cool. you. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. That's no, not I know. That's great, man. Uh, but no, I just have fun with that kind of stuff. But like during COVID, we couldn't do karaoke. And the last time we tried to sign up, I had a panic attack. It's just signing up because mm. crowds do it for me. Um, I have panic attacks now. Um, I'm fucking claustrophobic as a motherfucker. So like even going down the cellar, I can only do it in small dosage. Oh, wow. If you notice I me in the cellar, I'll sign up and then I'll do my set or something. Then I'll go up there and I'll mostly hang out up, upstairs. Cause like I can, if it gets really crowded or something like that, I'll fucking possibly have a panic attack. Yeah. I had a panic attack on stage there once. Oh no. Yeah. Had a, had a panic attack there and then I had a panic attack at Hunt Club like two or three weeks ago. Uh, the night that Zach was going to do like the random draw out of his fanny pack. Like the music played and it was Beetlejuice and Trash had put that up as a song, and so he thought he was going up and he was like, "Oh shit!" And I was like, "Oh man, thank God it's Trash, not me." Because like he's scrambling, I'm trying to help him with his camera, and then he goes, "Jared Ralphie Allen." I was like, "Oh!" And just panic attacks started oh, building, no. and just fucking hit me. Yeah. And I did like three minutes, and I asked Zach, I was like, "Hey, how long is my time?" And he wasn't even paying attention; he was smoking. I was like, uh, "Okay, bye guys." And then I no. sat down, and it just hit, and I was like, 
I got to get out of here and went in my car and full blown just panic attack hit me. Oh. Yeah. Like it right. just happens. All I can do is like, you know, recognize it's about to happen and just kind of, you know, manage it. Yeah. I applaud you for facing it and going out and living your life despite. Yeah. I mean, it's not like um, one thing that I asked, honestly like clicked with my head when I got divorced the second time was like, you know, there was a while where I just like this house looked like shit. I didn't, you know, pick up the trash. I didn't do dishes and stuff like that. And then it kind of dawned on me like nobody else is going to do it. Wow. Like, it's just me. Like, and that's kind of how I deal with my struggles, too. Like, nobody's going to give a shit if you have an anxiety attack. Nobody's going to give a shit if you want to, oh, you're the comic that can't be on stage. That's what you're going to be known as. Yeah. And that's not going to be good for your career. I don't want any special treatment. You know what I mean? I want to do it on my own kind of shit. Well, you, you, you definitely come off as being like that. Uh, we can refill it. Yeah, dude. I, I, I don't know how you see yourself, but I got to tell you, from this side of the couch, from this side of the desk... You look like a fucking doer. Thanks, man. That's why you're from Dewey. <laughs> I just realized that. That was fucking good. That's how they do it in Dewey. A bunch of doers. No, but uh, I, all, all kidding aside. No, all, it, all kidding aside. It just it clicked one day where it's just like, you know, nobody else is going to do it for me. Nobody else is going to, you know, care. Like, I don't need fucking sympathy. Like, I'm just going to manage my things. And it's like sometimes where I go there and I'm like, okay, I can feel a building. I'm going to do my set. And then I'm like, hey, guys, I don't get out. Because crowds here or something like that i can just feel it and i'm like it's time for me to bow out i don't do good with crowds i don't do good with that kind of shit sometimes and then, you know there's good days and bad days i go by the philosophy of i have to put myself out there i have to go out there and say hey i'm jared ralphie how nice to meet you even though that scares the shit out of me i'm very you know standoffish sometimes unless i get to know you um that's also why i love talking to you guys here because i feel like i can get to know you here yeah and once this happens i'm really more open to talking to you guys and being more open <laughs> yeah because this is more of a i don't know controlled environment but i could feel like i can get to know somebody better an hour here than five minutes at a bar with loud music and everybody oh, yeah. going around yeah for sure so like i don't know like i said there's there's more trust here built too yeah and that's that that was what i was getting at and since i did that episode and it kind of went out um, there's been a lot of people of like word of mouth, like knowing who I am or knowing the unloading meat name kind of thing. Yeah. And I've had some people like just, just wanting to be on because of that. And then not really being, I don't know, genuine yeah. kind of thing. I'm already starting to experience that a little bit. Yeah. So I don't know. It's been weird already Are you getting used. <laughs> there's some people. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's people that only started talking to me about this stuff as soon as like certain people or that, that stuff have happened. You know what I mean? Kind of things. Yeah. But I mean, it happens. It's, it's, it's gonna all keep entertainment. Happening it's going to keep happening yeah. too. Yeah. If um, you keep going up, 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 it's going to yeah. keep happening. I don't have any ego. Like I said, I try not to have an ego about any of this shit. It's more just a thing of like, I go by individual relationships. Mm -hmm. I go by how you guys treat me. And I want to sort of quote unquote fuck with the people that are good to me are putting in the work, so to speak. I've yeah. had people tell me, oh, you should have so-and-so on the podcast because they've been in the scene for five years. Or so-and-so over, don't have this person because they've only been doing like one or two shows. And I don't like that philosophy at all. I go by effort. I go by people putting in the work. And yeah. also, if you're fucking genuinely funny, or I think I have a good conversation. Yeah. yeah. That's why I also like this too. Like when you guys were like, can we do this? I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. Let's just make Thank it work and so have much. fun. Like I, we really loved uh, the idea of being here together. I just wanted to be comfortable. I wanted to be a fun. Like, there's no idea what we're going to talk about. There's no like set thing. Um, I want to promote whatever you guys want to promote. What, what you guys want to talk about? Just have a fun conversation. Yeah. Especially with marijuana involved, when we're really fucking high. Yeah. Uh, I know people are going to be watching this in a month. Yes. Yeah. There's people that are watching right now. Um, mm -hmm. uh, if you're watching this at home and you have a time machine. Come back to <laughs> right now today. Yeah, and and go tonight. I believe there uh, the show starts at eight eight p.m. Yeah, eight p.m. Uh, I think I have a time machine sound effect. Let me see. That looks like it sounds great. <laughs> you want it? You gotta hear that. <laughs> and time machine. <laughs> Name that tune. <laughs> Name that tune. That's good. She was like, yeah. That's the grapefruit Those video. Those are really good headphones. Do you, um, do you know the grapefruit video? I do not. The grapefruit. Oh, no. The grapefruit video. Do you know what I'm talking about now? Yeah. Um, A large African-American lady? Yes. Um, Peter, do you know the grapefruit video? No. Oh, this okay. is going to be so good. Should, I show, should we show it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
You won't be able to hear it though without the headphones. Okay. That's okay. I don't need okay. to hear that anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this lady instructs women or I mean anybody um, how to give the best blowjobs okay. to their man. And the secret is to blindfold them and cut a grapefruit in half <laughs> on each side. And you put that on their dick and you use that as you give them head. And you don't tell them that. And she even like instructs you on how to like, like get it in the microwave for like 30 seconds. It's a little bit warm. And then like halfway through you pull them blindfold off. Oh, sting. Sting doesn't improve. Sorry. Uh, I hit him. Yeah. Find Jesus sting. Um, (laughs) So like um, halfway through her trick is like, take the blindfold off and just keep going. But like this lady's, Way of giving head. This is how she gives head. That's just her by herself going. That's her on a dildo. That wasn't Tasmanian Devil. No, I thought that was Tasmanian <laughs> Devil from from the cartoons from Bugs Bunny. I'm really scared. Uh, I'm not so scared as I am titillated, but I'm Ew, a little. Don't I'm, use the word titillated. <laughs> it's is that like moist? It's oh. like not a, no. uh, moist titillation is a Stop terrible. Stop it. Can you hear it, Peter? Classes, yes, unfortunately. With you because I believe every man should get grapefruited. When you grapefruit your man, it's going to feel as if you are giving him head. And fucking him at the same time. No better feeling will he ever get than being grapefruited. So what you need to do is you need to, of course, have a grapefruit. You want to make sure you get the ruby red. It's sweeter and it's easier. If you are allergic to grapefruit or can't use a grapefruit for your medication, you can always use a large navel orange. Now, For those that don't have the hearing, she's just instructing that if you're allergic to grapefruit, you can use a large navel orange. She's very very hyperogenic, yeah. That's good. Not boil it. Then... Once it gets to that temperature, all you need to do is roll it. So roll it to get it extra juicy. For our audience, um, you can follow her at angelseroticsolutions.com. What you're going to do is you're going to find the navel. Wow, this is so generous of her. Yeah. You're going to place it on the plate. This is so fucked up. This is what Republicans think sex ed is. No, this is what they think fucking CRT is. It's like instructional how-tos. I'm going to tell you that a little bit later. It's a trick. Then what you're going to do is you're going to take it to the other side and do the same thing. So it's very, it's, it's very instructional. So you should have a grapefruit. That Peter's like, we're doing this tonight. I'm trying to listen. Need a Can notepad? we stop <laughs> by erasers? <laughs> then what you want to do no. is you're going to take the knife midway down okay, so, and make sure it goes uh, all the way through. I don't get it. Okay, Wait, why am I hands. the weirdo and I'm the one who hasn't seen this? Why? <laughs> because you didn't go to high school in 2014. So you don't want any of that. So this is what you do. So this is where she's telling you like why you need a blindfold. And so he's gonna be like, oh, it's gonna burn. It's gonna do this. And she's like, no, you just need a blindfold. So he's not gonna know. Like horse. Like putting I do have some consen- so now, concerns here. In the bed. I'll be honest. You have food already prepared under the bed. He smelled the citrus in the air. You tell he your partner if you're going to use fruit. Or something. He has no idea. Like, he'll smell the citrus in the air. It's like Victoria's Secrets or something. So what you're going to do is just suck his Okay, ready? Listen. Once he's nice and erect, what you're gonna do is replace the grapefruit. Peter's face. Twist up and down on his shaft and suck the head at the same time. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just is also a fat burner, so you're actually losing weight while you're sucking his dick. Now, once you're doing wow, this is the best video I've ever <laughs> seen. Said, ever. It's actually a fat burner. You're losing weight while you're sucking dick. That's, <laughs> That's what she just said. This is the most instructive. I fucking thing. salute you, man. I <laughs> hear ah. You might want to hear. I don't want to hear. Okay. <laughs> well, never. <sighs> Can you start it again? <laughs> no. no, I'm kidding. I'm, no, please don't. This episode of Unloading Me is not brought to you by your favorite VPN providers such as Express or Nord or any other VPN product that is constantly bombarding you with ads on every podcast, 
YouTube clip, everything that you ever watch. Hell, I'm half... Exp Honestly, VPNs, you guys should just be advertising on every Pornhub site and any, any kind of adult site. Because, guys, if you're ever trying to, you know, wank one off real quick, and you need to be sure, sure, that your favorite cable provider is not browsing on it, hop on a VPN. And guys, if you're tired of these fake weird ads... Reach out to those VPNs and tell them to sponsor Unloading Meat. Now, back to the show. But thank uh, you. Uh, where are we at? Uh, this is how out of it I am. I thought this was insane clown posse when we first got here. <laughs> I thought that's what... I no, that's was. Sting. From uh, the police? No, he's a wrestler. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, Sting. That I'm is sorry. all I have. Sorry. See, isn't it oddly sexual? Yeah, it, it is. When you know his backstory, it's kind of creepy. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little. But yeah. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. I don't know. It's like it's like when I like I don't go to Subway for a name like Jared. Like I just. The thing that bothers me most about Sting is that his makeup only goes to the edge of his face. You yeah. should really commit fully. Like, make your body yeah. white. Um, one of my favorites. Um, it's around the corner. Uh, I'm I'm a big guy. And I love I love pro wrestling. And I honestly, like, I model a lot of, like, how I present myself and, like, how I'm, like, kind of running my business stuff with stand-up comedy, how indie wrestlers work. Like, I admire them because, like, a lot of times they're going show to show just, like, for a hot dog and a handshake kind of thing, like, kind of like how we are. Mm -hmm. And they're just trying to get their time on stage, trying to get you their, their stuff dog? in. <laughs> hey, have you seen Have you seen this? I always get a damn hot dog. Well, it's in my writer. Next writing. time you, you're at a club and they're handing out hot dogs, tell a guy. Okay. I've never seen this. Tell a guy. At least a quick trip corn what dog, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Or egg roll. Actually, the quick egg rolls are kind of bomb. They're fucking good. You know, we've been out on the road doing shows for handshakes and hot dogs. Really? In St. Louis and Memphis. Yeah. We did seven shows and six nights in St. Louis and ended up leaving there with connections out the wazoo. Yeah. And that, that, that's what it's about. And, yeah. like, I see, yeah. like, a lot of, like, wrestlers get signed to, like, there's another company called AEW now. It's it's separate from WWE. It's a separate company. And that's what I watch. It's the, the, the whole, like, display back there is AEW wrestlers. Oh, I was wondering what you were looking um, Yeah, it's, like, all that promotion. I love them because, like, they were indie promotion. And there's a guy named Cody Rhodes. I don't know if you've ever heard that name. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very inspired by that man because he left WWE. He's the son of Dusty Rhodes. I don't know if you know who that name is. Oh, yeah. Is. Dusty Rhodes. The wrestler. Yeah. Um, his son basically was not getting anywhere in the company and they had him as Stardust, a guy that was in the like gold face paint and just like, he was just this weird character and they weren't going to let him do anything. And so he'd ask for out of, out of his contract because he thought he could do more. So he got released from WWE. You know, he had a sweet deal. He was set for life. Just, you know, just being the wrestler there every week. And he went out on his own and became an independent wrestler. And there's a wrestling promoter or a wrestling writer named Dave Meltzer. And he got a tweet from a fan that was like, hey, do you think anybody from outside of WWE will ever sell out a 10,000-seat arena in the U.S.? And Dave Melter was like, not in this lifetime. And Cody Rhodes goes, I'll take that bet. And him and a couple guys named the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, a whole bunch of independent wrestlers, put on their own wrestling show called All In. They put it on themselves, and they sold out a 10,000-seat arena in Chicago in less than four minutes. Crazy. And put on the first 10,000-seat wrestling event outside of WWE in 20 years. Wow. Sold it out. And then that created All Elite Wrestling, AEW, the company. And wow. in August, in less than four years, they're getting ready to send out, sell out Wembley Stadium. 80,000 tickets in four years. Wow. And this is all made from company, from wrestlers that WWE didn't want, thought they were too small. These were people that were not fucking homegrown. These are all homegrown talent and like older wrestlers. Like They've made their own company. And I'm very inspiring. That's really cool. Um, so like I can see like that with it's like, like DIY wrestling. Yeah, and like even the storylines and stuff like that, it makes sense. Like they have storylines that are like Game of Thrones that go on for like two years. They're like just spanning storylines because you know they always said like wrestling is like a soap opera for, for men, quote unquote. They really take that like the action's really good, but the storylines make sense. They're really well. It's a well done product, and that inspired me to like kind of even do this. Is like how much people like even wrestlers have vlogs when they're traveling and stuff. I'm like. When I start going to shows like that, I want to do like recording vlogs. Yeah. That's a um, good idea. I have my gimbal cam. I don't know if you see my gimbal cam. Gimbal. I like I, the word gimbal a lot. I love this thing. This thing is fucking cool. Gimbals like, was like a famous shopping place. Like that the... thing? Yeah, they it's, look like vibrators. What? That thing is fucking amazing. Oh wow! This was three hundred bucks at Best Buy. Oh my and god! And it's a four K gimbal cam. 
and it'll face track and everything like that. And so when, like, when I wanted to do commercials and stuff like that, if I wanted to do steady cams, like I could just put this on a chair and push the chair and it'll be a steady cam. Like, you know, just ways of inventively using it. That's really cool. And like I'm wanting to shoot commercials, like I'm trying to make a full production studio. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Yeah, just having fun. Okay. <laughs> Very All cool. right. Well how do you feel about producing comedic porn? I'd do it. Amazing. Okay, good. Yeah. I I, I would produce anything. I mean, comedic form, like, I already, so who would be the actors in comedic well, form? So Very funny. Because I'm already would, thinking parody of Patch Adams right there I for you, I would buddy. like to do <laughs> Nicholas Cage's. Did, she get, did you get the right? Patch Adams started with Robin Williams. I was like, there's a Patch Adams parody right there, like the parody porn if you wanted to star in it. Wait, who's Patch Adams? Patch Adams is Robin Williams. I already made a Robin Williams Robin joke one time. Robin Williams is dead. Yeah. I, I, I made a. I look like Robin Williams. Yeah. You don't look like Robin Williams. A young Robin, like Mork and Mindy Robin. Yeah. I could see a little I, bit. I got it all the time when I was a kid. Really? All the time. Really? Yeah. Because that's what I. That, that was my original roast, little roast joke for you at the time at the open container. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I said you look like Robin Williams now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Were you on the roast battle with like a. Preston and Alex and uh, uh, I'm yes, yes. So I've been to two roast battles. I think you were the, the judge once. Yeah, with me and it was like me and Adam Bush and Hugo. I think. Yeah, that was the first one. What I think? No, it was Jared Bush or Jared. Uh, it was Adam Bush and uh, Jared Hazen. Jared Hazen. Where was this? The 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 insult attack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, how, that's when I Bizjack. met. Adam. Yeah, Brian Bisjack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So like that's a good room. Uh, I did that one March or April. It was whenever, whenever you did it, February or March. March. Yeah. It was March when you host. You were yeah. the judge. Yeah, it was like the beginning of March. Yeah, and then I went back in April and I won it. Like, uh, and it was me and Zach even in the final. <laughs> and I beat Zach. Oh, amazing! And I was like, wow. that was like, I was pretty proud of that. Like, yeah. I'm very like, I have my medal over here on the set too. Like, just like again, like I don't have ego about it. like, I, I, like I don't like talk about that stuff. It's just more like I'm like I'm proud, like proud of what I'm trying to achieve. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing wrong with a healthy ego. The, yeah, the, but the problem is when the ego is out of balance. That's true. My biggest thing though is I always like in this part of trying to get people booked here and also trying to get myself booked and stuff like that. I know what I have here. I have no ego about what I've built here. But I also don't want to ever come off like I have an ego of like I'm better than anybody else or anything like that. And I know with people, jealousy is going to happen sometimes with stuff like that. And I know it's going to come out in some places. I don't ever want to like go down to that. I just want to like just go rise above it kind of speak. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't don't think you're going to have that problem. I think people are just going to look at your work and it's going to speak for itself. I'm trying to make that work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, you're doing it. As long as you keep making decisions like that, your business will... You know, yeah. You don't want to burn any bridges, but you yeah. also don't need to be doing business with people that you don't get along with. That's exactly yeah. how I am. Like I, like I. When am, you do the right thing, the right thing happens back. Yeah. That's that's like, what I'm you like. Know, like it's. I don't want to ever burn a bridge yeah. with anybody until they make me. You know what I mean? No, and so, like, yeah. when somebody goes out of their way to do kind of like that, I'm like, okay, well, then I'll just go yeah, the other way. Yeah. So yeah, I just rise above it and move on. Good for you. It's, it is. I like I said, I fuck with people that you know, like this that are want to put in the effort and are nice to me. Yeah. That's all I want to do, and I, I want to build a better culture. Yeah, me too. I think that's something that has to happen in Tulsa comedy. Yeah. The culture is abysmal. Yeah, like I want to like when I do my live show, I want to set like a a, a a a set pay that make sure everybody gets paid. Like, the, I did, and we had a pretty fucking good crowd, and I got paid ten bucks. Like that sucked. Yeah. Um, you made more than I did, and I headlined. Really? Yeah, I did thirty-five minutes. No, I didn't do. It. I did twenty. I did twenty some minutes. And again, this will all be cut. This is safe. Like, I hope you guys. No, I don't you know. give a shit if this went out. Or... Good. It's a good room. It, I did. Uh, yeah, I it's a good room. Yeah. Listen, I will tell you, if you are a host and you do ten minutes in between all your acts, fuck you. Yeah. Don't yeah. do it. It's unprofessional. It's uncool. Because that's what I want this to be. Like, I want this to be built up to where when any comedians coming through Tulsa, like you know, going to do any of those spots, yeah, there's they a lo- hit this up. hit this up, local promote it, and then like yeah, if you want to come do that cool. spot on the Unloading Meat Presents, you know, if you're unavailable on that Saturday, cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a lot of I have fun doing virtual work, and like you see my movie posters, I've been working on too. Yeah, those are really cool. Um, I just like having fun with Photoshop and fucking with people's faces. Very Do cool. You, have Have you talked to T.J. Clark much? I don't know that name. Oh my! Oh, he's God. so funny. You've got to have T.J. Clark on here. Okay. Yeah, you got. You see guys a stand are soul up. brothers. Okay. 
who is he? I, I he's a comedian, but he's a, and a brilliant storyteller. storyteller. Yeah, that's how and, I know. And he's a, a news producer for Channel Two. Really? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Because like, so is Hilton Price. I, I met uh, so I met Hilton Price for the first time at Looney Bin last week. Yeah. Um, and He'd be great on here. Yeah. I, I got oh, a book. TJ did a set recently at Vanguard. Oh, he killed it. It was so really? funny. Yeah. So good. Um, TJ, if you see this, we'd love to have you on here. Um, yeah. yeah. TJ. The, this show's built. Like, I, like, I go by word of mouth. I go people that, you know, fuck with me are putting in the work. Mm-hmm. Um, if you say they're good, I trust you because, like, that's what we built trust here on the couch. Yeah. Um, at the same time, like, if they're putting in the effort, I want to have them on here. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, like you could see, like my news production is already going to be a thing. Like I'm, I'm really into production. Like I'm having yeah, fun with it. Cool. So what I was saying about uh, out of town guys is from our personal experience, when we get to a new town, first thing we do is make a connection with their local comedy scene on Facebook or Insta or or uh, Reddit. Yeah, uh, you know, and then we. Uh, I, I, we make some connection. Usually Evan Hughes is involved or my cartoons are involved. Yeah. Or, but, but as I love we, your cartoons, by the way. Thank yeah, you. Huge thank fans. you. Thank you. If you ever, ever, I don't know how much you charge your commission or anything like that. If you ever had, like, did, like, drew something, so I would reasonable. Love, I would love to have it, like, on the set or something like that and just have, have something for and, you. And then you would like to also have the video, maybe. Yeah. So you could do yeah. whatever you'd like with yeah. it. Yeah. I, I enjoy it when people have the video so yeah. they can do stuff with it. Yeah. I just like, I like having, like, Different things like Missy made me dirty balloon animals. They didn't last, but I had like I had a dick and a, a pussy over here on on my set for a bit, and then like nice. uh, trash put his trash stickers on stuff. Uh, I have my my rose medal from Brian Bizjack. Uh, just different things I've had from different yeah. people on like the show. So like I like kind of like having that stuff eventually. So like yeah, I like having that stuff. Good. It's kind of cool to the. Well, I'd love to. Okay. And uh, but but if you if you were a if you were a a touchstone for out of town comics to reach out to yeah. and you got known as that then all of those people who come to Tulsa to do shows like Dan Alton would probably want to come on and That's what I want to be. That's what I want this to yeah. be and you I want a national kind of audience then. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and that's that I like I I've been telling people too that they come on like the back catalog of the people I have on here cuz like without any ego again like I have 20 people booked on season 1. You guys are on season 2. I said I was going to cap it at 30 but realistically I have like 37 38 people booked already. And I haven't even put out the first episode. So tra- Trash is my debut episode on Monday for season two premiere. Very cool. Because, um, like, I'm a student of the game. Like, I research. I have a little notepad. When I watch, like, your mom's house or, like, Tiger Belly, something like that, I'm taking notes on camera angles, where the lights are, like, how they switch to stuff, uh, transitions. I take notes on everything. So What were those examples? Tiger Belly or your mom's house podcast. Tiger Belly or your mom's house. Okay. Tiger Belly is a huge influence on me because that's Bobby Lee's podcast. Oh yeah, uh, with his girlfriend. Well, now ex girlfriend Kalila. It's that's awkward as fuck that they lived together for like almost ten years and they were you know together as boyfriend and girlfriend, and then they still have the business together and she broke up and just dating other people, but they still do a podcast and have a business together. It's kind of awkward now listening to it. Because there's still not resolved tension there. <laughs> it's, I want to see that podcast. It's 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 really cool. I had to go to dinner dance uh, with my dad, his current girlfriend, and both of his ex wives. Oh, really? Yeah, it was awesome. <sighs> Things just got real. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, guys, and we're back with the one and only Peter Bedgood and the amazing Lacey Rains. Thank you. I love your hat combos together. Um, I Thanks. love it. What yeah. is that? Is that Schoolhouse Rock? I designed it to look like Schoolhouse oh, Rock. This is oh. a thing I do with Fred Emmer. Oh, I, oh yeah. Now I see it. Yeah, yeah, I can see the influence. Yeah, yeah. I love Schoolhouse Rock. Mm-hmm. He's a real estate guy, and so we did a comedy thing where we. Um, he's also is he a comedian also? Yeah. Um, glasses, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, does he have a bit with the flags? Yes. Yes, I know him because. His stuff is very punny. He's called everyone's favorite dad sometimes, and he's like, "I'll take it." He'll, he'll, is he a dad? Uh huh. Yes. Uh, he'll he'll appreciate this because like <laughs> the first time I met him was at uh, Kindle's open mic, mm-hmm. and he did the set, and he did this thing where he had these like like these multicolored flags in front of me, and he like he did this like whole thing about this, and I went up right after him, and I didn't know him, and I was just like, Frederick, I suck cock, and that was the gayest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> 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 that was just how I met him. Like, we started talking after that. So yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah. We we bonded after that. <laughs> so, Very cool. Oh man. Uh, 
Uh, but I wanted to, we're about to wrap up this show. I want to thank you guys both for being on the show. It's yeah. been awesome chatting with both of you. Um, yeah. We have a new segment on season two where I talk about guest questions or I bring up guest questions. So, Lacey, Peter, do you have guest any questions, questions from Jared Ralphie Allen? Do you want to go first? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. How many of the 50 United States capitals can you name? Fuck. Sacramento, Oklahoma City. Austin? Is Austin one, Texas? No, right? No. Houston? No. <laughs> I don't know what capital. Dallas? It is Austin. It's Austin? It is. Oh, okay. Uh, Lincoln, Nebraska? Right? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Uh, Albany? Okay. Uh, Tallahassee, Florida. Ow. <laughs> uh, Olympia, Washington, Honolulu, Hawaii. Nice. Um, Wait, is it Olympia? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Um, You're doing so good. This is awesome. Keep it up. Um, You're at eight. Salt Lake City. Yeah. Boise. Fuck it up. Um... Erie, Indiana? No. No. That's a good, that's a good show. That's a good show. Um, damn it. That's about all I'm going to do for now. Okay. Um, Detroit? No. Lansing. Lansing, Michigan. Is it Lansing, Michigan? Um, Huntsville? No. No, it's not. not. Uh, Huntsville, Alabama. Um, yeah. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Mobile, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jefferson, Kentucky. I am no longer counting. I was out of fingers. Yeah, uh, is that good? You're doing great. Though. Okay, that yeah. was awesome. Um, nice. I, I think I, the I, average I, American can name like twenty. Okay. What about um, Wyoming? <laughs> Cheyenne. Montana. I don't remember Montana. Yeah, I'm better with countries. What about? Uh, you said Erie, and that's in Pennsylvania. Yep. Pennsylvania's capital is um, Pittsburgh. Harrisburg. Harrisburg. No, like I, I originally, I used to be able to do the. Remember Animaniacs? Oh yeah. Remember uh, Yakko's World? He could do the nations of the world. I used to be able to do that memorized. Like United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. Uh, Republic of Dominican, Cuba, Caribbean, Greenland, El Salvador, too, Puerto Rico, Colombia, Venezuela, Honduras, Guyana, and still Guatemala, Bolivia, then Argentina, then Ecuador, Chile, Brazil, Costa Rica, Belize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. have a beautiful voice. Thank yeah. you. I try. Yeah. Uh, I have a question. Go ahead. Which tattoo was your first tattoo, and what is the story behind that tattoo? Good question. Um, it was this really shitty tribal armband when I was 18 and it's actually with the sister I don't talk to anymore. Um, on my 18th birthday, she went to the local tattoo shop and she's like, you gotta get a tattoo. And I was like, okay, well, let's get a tattoo. And she had like the barbed wire Pam Anderson tattoo. <laughs> and she's like, you should get something like this. And I was like, okay, cool. And then as we're getting tattooed, I'm getting tattooed. The guy's like, Hey, I can do stonework. I'm like, okay. I didn't know he was going to do the stonework. He just said it out loud. And then I looked down and he's doing stonework as a stone. It's like a, it's like the fucking, like, I don't even watch Pokemon, but what's a stone Pokemon like dragon? Uh, like it's like, you know what I'm talking about? It's like a rock dragon kind of thing. It just looks like a stone, like tribal all the way wrapped around. I didn't ask for that at all. And so, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. That wait, wait. Sick, and this is the sister that doesn't talk to you yeah. anymore because you're bi. Yeah. Oh. Bye bye bye. Yeah, bye bye bye. bye, bye. Yeah, eventually bye, that'll get bye. covered up. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Wow. Yeah. yeah. How, how could she not tell? Don't use the power questions. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I was kidding. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's good. Lacey, it's good. what is your next question? Dun, 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 dun. If you had to fuck one elected U.S. official, Ooh. which would it be? Elected now, or could they have in the past been one current elected U.S. Oh election. damn it, current because I have a past. Well, we'll allow a past in this one uh, exception. I was going to say Rudy Giuliani just because okay. I, I can use his 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 paint for lube. 
Oh, excellent. That's a great answer. <laughs> you are a sick man. Yeah. 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 It'll be at the Four Seasons Resort <laughs> slash gardening center. Are you going to do a press release? <laughs> yeah. uh, he'll be dripping down one way or another. Um, <laughs> no, current one. <sighs> this is also a fun game. because Kamala? Yeah. Give her something to do. Oh. At least something that's like Burn. you know presented. That was a political joke, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. I've heard those before. Well, give her something that she can get, actually get accomplished. Don't just give her the, the fucking wall and be like, deal with it. I'm just saying, like, they didn't really give her the best thing to start off to. If you want to be honest, they're like, hey, take over the wall and the, the, the border. Good luck. Good luck. Did you ever see the show Veep? Yes, that was brilliant. I love Veep. It shows how shitty the vice president. Yeah. And then there's also, um, what was the Dick Cheney movie with Christian Bale? Uh, Vice. Vice. That was really good. That was really, really good. I didn't see it. Um, It's made by the guy that did Anchorman. Yeah, Um, Adam McKay. Yeah. Right. It's a really good movie. That guy's brilliant. He did this big short, Mm -hmm. which I never knew anything about the housing bubble. Yeah. And then I saw that movie, and, and I could have a conversation with someone. Yeah. Um, that's where I feel like, and we can, do we have any more questions? Or are you guys done? You got one more questions? Do you have another question? I want to hear another one from you because your questions are fucking badass. Okay, cool. Okay, Lacey. What do you think the sexiest way to die is? Sexiest way to die? This question die. was inspired by Lana Del Rey. Ooh, sexiest what way to die. What do you think the sexiest way to die is? If you had to choose, if you had to choose. <laughs> I don't know, but the, the only thing... <laughs> Nobody knows. The, the, the first thing that came to my mind, and I'm just going to bring that up, is uh, did you guys ever watch the Howard Stern movie Private Parts? There's a scene, like, he recreates a scene like where like he tells a woman he can give her an orgasm over the radio, and he has her sit down on, like, she has one of these big fucking subwoofer speakers, and he lay, has her lay it down, and she straddles it, and he just starts going, live on the radio, and, like, they exaggerate and they have fun with that. I'm like, there's got to be something like that. I don't know. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's Amazing. fucked up. That was a good answer. No, that's a very good yeah. answer. What yeah. What do you think the sexiest way to die would wow. be? Yeah. Uh, I want to hear more about his thing. <laughs> no, I would say. Uh, <laughs> or the OnlyFans. Like, did you see OnlyFans? Do you know who Shane Gillis is? Mm-hmm. Shane Gillis is a comedian. Um, he has, oh, yeah. He's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a. He has a, a skit comedy place called Gillian Keeves. Um, it's a YouTube channel. And he has a thing called OnlyFans Dad. And it's how the dad, like, times are tough. So the dad's, like, riding this, like, fucking remote control vibrator that's hooked up to an OnlyFans account. And when he gets a, a, a cash donation, it fucking vibrates. And, like, there's a dinner party going down, and the daughter has a new boyfriend. And you just hear her upstairs, like, uh, uh, uh. And then they walk in, and he's, like, sitting there just riding this thing. And he's like, I make 15 grand a month. And the mom's like, yeah, cash. Oh, <laughs> and he's just, like, having this, like, nice, like, really, con- like, nice moment with the new boyfriend and stuff like that and he's just yeah. constantly getting his ass vibrated <laughs> <laughs> it's a really funny skit i highly recommend you watch it okay i will yeah if you make that much cash every month you should really sign up for quarterly taxes me and kate meaning kate started <laughs> to- <laughs> this is why i love her so- <laughs> it must be a nightmare logistically <laughs> she's just, just horrified for a moment <laughs> that's the clip right there that's it thanks stinger um (laughs) (laughs) see what i mean when i see your reaction i (laughs) talk my giggle just starts happening your face I see you guys' faces, and I'm just like, whoa. I, I always think I'm doing so good at hiding how I feel. Never once have I been. <laughs> and we're back once again with Peter Bedgood, Lacey Reigns, or Lacey Reigns and Peter Bedgood. Yeah. Um, we are loving this chat, but I hate to wrap it up, but you guys got somewhere to be tonight. Guys, thank you so much for being on. Um, Lacey Reigns, Peter Bedgood, this has been an amazing chat. Lacey, yeah. where can everybody find your comedy your clown clownshipness yeah. you can you can find me on instagram at discount goblins oh, I love and that name. uh on tiktok at clown savior nice and the great peter bedgood 
I'm just Peter Bedgood on Facebook and P Bedgood on Instagram because Peter Bedgood, that account was hacked by Bitcoin. Oh, wow. I yeah. thought you were going to say like Pornstar has that name. No. Oh. No, actually, I'm the only Peter Bedgood out there besides this uh, uh, other guy that was in Australia. He was very dead. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I can just say I've been on Grinder a few times. I've bet a, I've bet a few good Peters. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's something in there. Yeah, there's probably some bed yeah. goods out yeah. there. Yeah, there's some bed goods. Anyway. I live down the street by from Bedwells. Ooh, I think at this point we just need to rename Nawada. They got they got plumbing. Yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, in September, I am putting on the third ever comedy show at the Tulsa Day Center for the Homeless. Oh, and nice. I, I love doing it. So I'm looking for businesses and comedians that want to donate their time and uh, comedic talents. It's a great show. It's really fun. That's actually how I met Peter. Nice. doing that show. I was living there. <laughs> My dad didn't like that joke. <laughs> Uh, but if you would like to do comedy at the Tulsa Day Center for the Homeless, it's great. You can ask uh, Mac Taylor, Trevor Carrion, Miss Trice to be references. Peter Bedgood, they've all been a part of it. Fantastic. Uh, Evan Hughes, it's it's really great, and the people it, staying there love it. If we can if we can work it out on time, I don't have my kids. I'd love to be a part of it. Yes, sometime. please do, yeah. please do. We serve dinner beforehand, and we actually sit and eat with everyone. It's cool. really fun, and then we go do comedy in another room. It's really cool. It's a low key show. It's nothing uh, like we're kind of used to as comedians, but it's yeah. great, and I think that uh, we should all do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I really think that's an awesome cause. So, yeah, uh, if we can work it out, I'd love to be a part of it sometime. Cool. Um, that is amazing. I can't think of a better way to you know go out on a good cause like that. I hope you kill it tonight at your show. Yeah. Thank you. Um, thank you both for coming on the, the, the couch. Uh, I hope you guys come back sometime. Yeah. Um, Sorry about doing that on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> doing what on the couch? I had a, what, did I, what did I miss you when said I went to the bathroom? For coming on the Oh, okay. It's not that kind of show with a name like Jared. I won't be talking about that. Well, guys, we're going to end it here. Uh, Thank you, Peter Bedgood. Thank you, Lacey Rains. Thank you, Jared Jared Ralphie Ralphie. Allen. (laughs) Guys, this has been Unloading Meat. Peace. Um, I'm working on another thing, like a gay Jared. I have a, a character called Gay Gerbil. Where it's like, <laughs> ah. or like if the gerbils like like find the match on Grinder and like. <laughs> <laughs>